0: Hey guys, it's Dasha Tugin. Funny story, I've literally refilmed this episode like eight or nine times and I've decided I'm just going the more nonchalant route. Um, Essentially, this is my podcast called How to Not Fit In with Dasha Tugin. Introduction, I'm a 23-year-old Seattle-based content creator slash entrepreneur. I'm also a student dual enrolled in a nursing program and a post back pre-med program at the same time. This podcast is on my journey, navigating my early 20s, my career, starting my first nonprofit called Prequity, and the extremely hard lessons I've learned along the way. This first podcast, I wanted to start with taking a deep dive in the human body versus the human mind, how to balance taking care of both, which one I prioritize. So to start off, um, I started my nursing career in a lecture hall where my professor said something that shocked me to the core. Very basic idea, but I really didn't understand it until she was telling this to my face, but she said people ages 18 to 40 are the healthiest and in the best shape of their lives physically but suffer the most mentally i took a look at that and i was like wow if we take charge of our human mind we can exponentially boost our health and age to the greatest extent possible right by far the highest rates of mental disorder occur among young adults taking a look at me and my friends Carbon copies, we are all mentally suffering, but physically well. I think that oversimplifying human life to life stages is not what I want to do. So disclaimer, you can suffer mentally throughout any stage of life. And the way your life course goes will be completely different than mine. So I'm taking a dynamic and multifaceted view into what I think is more important, the human body or the human mind. To start off, I'm really good at taking care of my body. I'm sitting here drinking lemon water, um, and I always exercise, feed my body with healthy nutrition, obsessed with nootropics and adaptogens. Granted, I don't know how scientifically evidence-based backed up they are, but I do believe in the idea of what you put in your body is a direct reflection of how your health is going to go. So I take really good care of that. Um, I invest, go to Pilates, exercise, the whole nine yards, right? But I don't do anything to take care of my human mind. I mean, we're taught, you know, journal, self-reflect. But the thing is, is our life expectancy has nearly doubled in only the last 100 years, right? So in 1900, we were only expected to live to our mid-40s. This means that creating coping strategies to navigate our young and middle adulthoods have only recently developed. They're new ideas. We were also in mostly a survival mode and not a thrival mode. With the introduction of modern healthcare, modern technology, and widespread search engines, this has opened us up to the newfound idea of longevity and healthy aging. I'm very interested in how we can expand and live to our best potential selves. I feel like your mind, the human mind, dictates the direction your life goes in, right? Your confidence, how mentally strong you are, how mentally resilient you are. It opens up a lot of doors for people. And I see at the hospital, a lot of people, when they are sick, their recovery is dictated by their want to recover. I personally am held back by my own self-doubts every single day, and I've been trying to break out of that shell for instance, I recently quit my job to start my nonprofit. I realized I don't want to be complacent in a life where I'm not happy in my job. I'm not fulfilled in my job. It's not what I'm going to do for the rest of my career. Why not take a break from that and try something else? Why not take that risk? Safety is an illusion. And I say this with Potentially Risky situations you are exposed to of course. That's not a good idea to expose yourself But taking a risk can completely change the way your life goes Don't be complacent in your life. Another example is breaking off your toxic relationships I was in a really toxic relationship for three years and breaking it off was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do at the end of the day i think i realized subconsciously my self-worth is way more than this it's way more than arguing it's way more than being complacent in this relationship no matter how much i love that person i needed to look out for myself my human mind and my mental health um and not to say that i didn't contribute to that toxicness of course i did it's a two-way street um i feel like navigating relationships you're in an unhappy marriage are you complacent to stay in that unhappy marriage for the rest of your life being able to define a healthy human mind can also contribute to the success of your marriage of your relationship i saw this quote and it said 90 percent of marriages of relationships that start before you're 30 end well of course we need to realize how we navigate relationships is a direct to reflection of our mental health in our human mind. A lot of people who cheat, who are considered cheaters, it's a self-reflection of the insecurity within themselves. It doesn't mean that they're this horrible, awful person, and of course the pain they inflict on others, they'll directly have to answer for that. But also at the same time, if you were mentally healthy, mentally sound, that would be benefiting your relationship another way that we can take a look at this is navigating changes in family structure people are getting kids having children taking care of their mom and dad dealing with unemployment those family structure changes those lifestyle changes all contribute to your healthy aging and it's all about getting your mind right you know that saying get your money up not your funny up get your mind right not your funny right you know Cultivate an awareness of your personal risk factors for mental illness and modify those risk factors that can be changed. Like I said, don't seek approval from other people. How do you break out of that? Well, you have to be selfishly yourself. Quit that job that you hate. Put yourself out there more. Put yourself in those risky, dangerous situations and understand that you might be able to change your life course. So, I feel like in our society, we lack the ability to have health promotion behaviors. And what I mean by that is it's not openly talked about how to take care of your mental health issues, how to put yourself first, how to have those difficult conversations with your friends. How do you cope with the difficult stressors of life? The first way I take care of my human mind and my coping strategies is something very simple that I've been taught since I was a child be positive whenever something difficult happens in my life instead of overreacting to that and coping the wrong way i think how can i reframe this to benefit myself stay more in your head when people are screaming or yelling at you instead of doing the same stay more in your head no one should be able to make you feel a certain type of way You personally choose to react that way. So take control of your reactions, take control of your coping strategies. Really think what am I doing and how is this benefiting me? Something that I think a lot and is something that really affects the way I go about my career is I think, you know, if I won the lottery today, would I be doing the job that I'm doing? For me personally, that answer at that time was no, I wouldn't. So Pretend like you've won the lottery and take the risk necessary to get the life that you want. So I want to switch gears and talk about something that is really prevalent in my life and my friends' lives and its manifestation. Really, how do I envision my life? What do I envision for myself? Well, I see a successful woman who has a thriving career with a loving family who has kids in a loving marriage and how do I manifest that for myself? There is a huge power around manifestation and mindfulness and you can do this by reading books from authors that you love that have the life that you want by surrounding yourself with content with people who have the lives that you want. Take proactive steps towards whatever it is that you desire. That will turn your dreams into a reality. Manifest really strong, loving relationships for myself. I've also been manifesting a really powerful career for myself. And I don't want you to, to think that manifestation is the end all be all. No, you need to ha- really apply work and put to work to make your dreams come true. Put yourself to work. Make yourself create an action plan. Lay out your true destiny and your true desires in life and subconsciously put them into your vision. Anyways, I feel like this podcast has kind of been all over the place, but I really want to kind of shift gears and take, in it, take a deep dive into this topic that also very simple, love yourself, that I personally struggle with and that affects every aspect of my life. I feel like recently I've been struggling to love my body and love where I come from and love myself in this moment right now. I always think, okay... If I get more fit, I'll finally love myself. I'll finally have the confidence that I need. And that is so far from the truth. You have to learn to love yourself as you are right now. I always think to myself, this past couple six months have been really difficult and I've been struggling with a lot of body dysmorphia. And I realized I need to be able to learn how to love myself right now as I am. I would avoid wearing certain types of clothes because I'd be like, oh, people can see that part of my body that I don't like. I would avoid taking pictures of myself. I love taking photos of myself. I would also be like, oh, I need to stop drinking alcohol. I need to do this. I need to do that in order to change myself. When in reality, I just need to learn to love myself the way I am right now. This whole body dysmorphia journey has been affecting my relationships the things that i'm exposed to and i really do think that taking care of your mind can totally affect and change the way your life course goes so i've been taking active steps to learn to re-love myself re-love my body as it is without wanting to change myself completely i think that you should also take a look at Who you feel most comfortable around and why do you feel most comfortable around those people? What do they make? What do they bring out of you? Who are you your most happiest self around? Are you in a relationship where you are waking up every day extremely happy? Or are you in a relationship where you wake up every day, have trust issues, are not happy, feel like you're being held back by them? I personally had a relationship where every day I would wake up so happy dancing in my room ready to take on the day but then my partner would bring on their negative problems onto me having an effect on my life and my mental health and that would bring me down part of the reason why i really stress taking a look at your relationships are they making you grow are they making you a better person who are you your happiest most thriving self around and what do what why do they bring those characters out of you I think I also struggle in relationships where I put the other person first instead of myself. And I think that you really have to be confident in yourself, confident in your mind, confident in your skin in order to be putting yourself first. That other person is not there, so your whole life revolves around them. They're just, you need to create a life where both of you can mutually benefit from each other and mutually help each other grow. I had this one relationship. I'm not gonna give a timeline, so nobody knows who I'm talking about. But essentially, I compromised my self worth in that relationship because I always, I always expected the le- the least amount of work from my partners, even though I was putting in a lot of work. I was giving them my all, and I felt like they weren't giving anything back to me. And oftentimes, this would lead to you know unhealthy attachments unhealthy coping strategies in that relationship and it just was negatively bringing me down. They were not benefiting me. I was also constantly out with them, partying, drinking, and it was just negatively affecting every aspect of my life. They weren't bringing anything positive out of me. Anyways, I just wanted to make this first podcast a little bit shorter, a little bit more succinct and just questioning you know what's more important the human body or the human mind and to end this podcast thank you for listening but i'd really like to say it's a combination of both the human body and the human mind and taking care of one over the other is never a good idea you should be prioritizing both and looking at your life what are your certain risk factors that are leading you to live a life that you don't want how can you benefit yourself how can you change really put both to work. Put yourself to work. Deeply reflect because at the end of the day, we only have ourselves. So take care. See you guys all next Monday.